The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. She ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken away the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down, and he saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. And then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first. And he saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had risen from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Our homily today will look through the prism of Easter into the heart of the families. On Good Friday, I spoke to the youth of our parish and I hope encouraged them not to be afraid to answer the call. You are the promise of a better future. Thank you in advance for responding courageously to the call to follow Jesus. Families, moms and dads, you are the domestic church. What happens inside your four walls is pivotal for our society to flourish. What essentially makes up the family? Relationships. The way we relate with each other, the way we grow with each other, and the way we die side by side. He saw and he believed. John spent three years with Jesus. His life was changed that day when Jesus approached him and his brother and they received the invitation to follow him. From that day until the day Jesus died on the cross, John stayed by his side. He saw, he observed, he watched, he listened, he asked questions, he cried, he was scared, he was jealous, he wanted to be granted places at his right hand in heaven. John was just like you and me, a normal human being. When we see Jesus... We see him uniquely. We don't see Jesus the way, I don't see Jesus the way you see him. In a family, each member sees Jesus slightly differently. 
So many factors contribute to our unique glance. Our ability to listen to each other about Jesus is so important. I know the rosaries and the novenas are all important. But don't lose sight of sharing who Jesus is for you. John spent his whole life seeing Jesus. And he would end up writing one of the most profound gospels. The gospel of, the, of Jesus' sacred heart. Right? So he saw Jesus differently to the other apostles. And the other apostles saw Jesus differently to him. He believed. He allowed his sight to strengthen his belief. John's faith increased over time. His faith shaped his wisdom. Look at the way his gospel begins. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. John's faith was deep, as deep as the ocean. Believing brings life to the family. My belief strengthens the bonds of friendships within my family. The Holy Spirit can give me the words for my brother or sister when they need to hear them. I can give my parents hope when they are down. My hope as a parent can bring new life to my son or daughter who has fallen away. Not your nagging, by the way, will bring anybody back. But your faith in Jesus, I've said this many times, my aunt and uncle have 11 children, 10 now because one passed away. They're all married. None of them go to church. They are wonderful people. And John and Anne go to Mass every day, pray for their children. And I know that my cousins know that their parents are the best people they know on the planet. I have risen and you have laid, I have risen and you have laid your hand upon me. Too wonderful for, too wonderful for me is this knowledge. That was the entrance antiphon. And I'm going to focus on these words. You have laid your hand upon me. The families of St. Joseph's can say this. You have laid your hand upon us. The blessings I see inside your families are many and abundant. I see your joys. I see your struggles. I see your fidelity. I see your perseverance. I see your poverty. And I see your riches, richness. It's important to reflect on this gift. Because we must recognize and remember that the devil is roaming around looking for someone to devour. We have just witnessed to what extent our blessed Lord had to fight to win our salvation. He had no intention of ever losing the battle, but humanly speaking, there were moments. It will not be any different for us. We have to fight for we, what we have received. Husbands, don't look for gratification outside your homes. You have been given everything. 
The devil will try to convince you otherwise. Don't listen to him. Wives, be the best wives on the planet. You have been given the gift to create the fire of divine and human love inside your home. An awesome responsibility. Don't get distracted with his enticings to look for greener pastures. Children, your parents are not always right. They are human and they make mistakes. But if you don't pay attention and listen to them, your road will be difficult. When you are, when you are of age, and many of you are, payback time. Not monetarily, because you could never actually pay them back monetarily. But with care and compassion and companionship. Can I repeat those? Care, companion, co- compassion, and companionship. The three C's. Prefer to hang out with your parents than your friends. That doesn't mean don't hang out with your friends. But don't always hang out with your friends and not your parents. There's something wrong with that. That doesn't work. Not in this world. Not in these times. Too difficult. In the opening prayer, these words struck me, speaking of Jesus, and unlocked for us the path to eternity. You will struggle to find a pathway to heaven outside your family unit. Going it alone in today's world is not advisable. Families, you are called to nurture each other as you create your story. In my case, I left home at a very early age. It was not not so common anymore for this to happen. But in the times that I lived and in the country that I grew up in, it was common practice. So my story was marked by this reality. From the age of 13, I was hopping on a plane multiple times a year. And it was always a return ticket. Finally, until I was ready to leave and start my life. I have, been, I have spent 34 years of my life away from my home country. But I always go back. On this day, I would like all of us to, re, to remember our stories. Remember when you first met, the first date, the first child, the first house, the first major setback. Inside our families, we have been given the keys to unlock our pathway to eternity. And in the end, what is more important than getting your entire family to heaven? Who cares about the stock market? There is no stock market in heaven. Jesus has risen from the dead. He is the only sure way to get there. Everything about this and his celebration speaks to us of his deep desire that we be one with him in heaven. Finish with a story. Uh, The takeaway is remember your stories. But the, the story that I want to leave you with is a friend of mine, a mother of 
seven or eight children, a Chinese family in California, all brilliant. And one of them is so brilliant, he's so far on the autistic spectrum, Peter can't talk except through a computer and has multiple issues, right? So at Mass, recently, my other friend observed Joyce, the mother of Peter. So in California, they're still wearing masks and everybody. So um, my friend observes Joyce going to communion. This is what Joyce did in communion. She's wearing the mask. So she gets Jesus and pretends to consume Jesus, but puts Jesus in the mask. And so she discreetly walks back to where Peter is seated. And she takes the communion out of the mask, breaks a little piece off for herself, and gives Peter the rest of communion. And Peter goes like this. (sighs) You know, whatever Peter said in that moment. What a mother does for her children. Heavenly Father, you who raised Jesus from the dead, you are the Lord, the giver of life. We bring our petitions to you full of faith, hope, and love. That the joy of Easter will infuse the church with energy to proclaim your good news, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That all nations of the world will act to protect the precious gift of life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who receive the sacraments this Easter, that they will experience your compassionate presence, we pray to the Lord. That all gathered here will be filled with the strength of your spirit and the willingness to the resurrection, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That the risen Lord may revive hope for those who are discouraged or are in deep despair, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That each of us nourish others through our self-giving and loving service, we pray to the Lord. Lord, That those who are ill and have asked for our prayers find healing, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord Jesus, you remembered those who did not remember your promise of resurrection. Remember those without hope who do not know you have risen, we pray to the Lord. That all who mourn the death of a loved one find comfort in the joy of Jesus' resurrection, we pray to the Lord. Lord, And raising all these petitions to our Lord, with Our Lady we turn to her and sing. <laughs> 